you look great today. I just want you to know that. Hey, uh, real quick, if you did not check out Monday's episode, you may want to go back to that because what we got here is a Mike Love medley of interviews this week. That's right. Every day this week that we put out an episode, it's a continuation of our Mike Love interview. So we're going to be going to be all out of whack. you got to go back there and check it out. So hit stop right now. Go check it out. And more coming at you later this week. Have a great rest of the day. We live and we learn. We all bleed the same. Life takes time playing the game. Gotta open up your heart and heal it. This could be heaven right here. Under your nose But just to struggling with your pride And here we go You never acknowledge you where, where are you living now? Are you in Washington State proper? Is that true? Yeah, I'm living in Washington State in the, on the east side um, in a in a town that nobody's ever heard of nice. called Chihuahua. It's a it's a it's a bit out of Sounds Spokane. Hawaiian. Oh wait, are you talking about Chihuahua? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Love I Chihuahua. Just, yeah. It's from yeah. You, you, know, <laughs> you know it. That's <laughs> have you uh, have you met uh, Maria? Over there, she is fantastic. She's got a nice little fruit stand. Oh, fruit stand. Yeah, she's a fruit stand lady. She's fantastic. So, Mike, uh, last night I was kind of digging through all your YouTube clips and trying to trying to find some uh, features. This one I came across, and I think this really sets the stage of how talented of a musician you are. And for the audience, this is. Just Mike playing guitar and singing, nothing else. It sounds like a whole band. By himself, yeah. This is insane. I got to play this. I actually named it. This is insane. That's why I named <laughs> it the thing. Here we go. <laughs> sing that at the same time <laughs> you know it's bananas. funny because it's funny because like i'm assuming you guys can hear the audio of of what's playing but i can't i can't hear anything right now all i can hear is you guys like breathing into the mic <laughs> oh shit i'm sorry oh no <laughs> That's crazy. It's like one of those callers. Or one of those late night callers. Oh my gosh. Why don't you tell them what you're playing? I'm sorry about that. Well, this is a. Here's what it sounded like. That actually does sound pretty good. I'm going to tell you, and real quick, just kind of dovetail a little bit on this. I love using that word. Is how do you come up with your lyrics? I'm not sure if dovetail is the right love, word, but dovetail. I love, I love, that. Yeah, you can just I love you. using really, dovetail. You can use I'm a big dovetail. Yeah. Fan. I think Mike's gonna start yeah. using dovetail. Yeah, I I definitely use a, a dovetailing technique when I'm writing lyrics. Lyrically, I I feel like there's a definitely a, a very divine element to to 
I, I feel like anything good that's ever come out of me or come through me has a has a very divine element attached to it. And I and I sometimes will look back on a lyric and and just th- and think to myself as well, like, wow, that's like really, really good and really insightful and and maybe like a clever way of saying it or, or like think to myself, like, how did I arrive at that? And and there's something I kind of discovered a long time ago. And, and the, you know, there's a lot of different names for it. I, I feel like, um, you know, higher self is a really yeah. is a really good name for it because there's like, you know, you have your. You, you kind of have yourself and you're you're going around, you know, all day and, and doing your things and, you know, getting tasks done or whatever, living your life, enjoying yourself. But you can also go to a deeper place, a meditative place where you, you connect with a deeper part of yourself or maybe a more... Um, a more intense or a more spiritually connected or, or, a, or a more highly intelligent or focused part of yourself. And, and, uh, and I think it's like really connecting to God or the universe or Jah or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it. And, and um, that's really when I, where I go when I'm, when I'm writing music. And, and it's a, it, is, it is like a process of me feeling like I'm just kind of reaching out and, and plucking things that already exist out there in the universe, the cosmos or wherever, and, and kind of pulling them in. But it's through my own filter and my own experience too. So it's like, I'm not going to write about something that I don't know about, or I've never experienced, or I don't care about. So I feel like it's, it is a part of myself, but also a part of God, because it's really just, just kind of filtering that through, through me. And when I, yeah. And when I, and when I get in touch with that kind of stuff, that that's what I figured out like early on is, or or I guess not early on, but when, you know, when I was younger, when I was in my early twenties, I started kind of connecting to that. And, and I realized that's what immediately people started resonating with. Like I'd never I'd been writing music since I was 15 or something like that, but, but, um, you know, not until that time in my early twenties where I started to get that kind of different inspiration that felt like it, you know, I didn't have to force anything. It just kind of flowed through me rather than me trying to like dig down inside of myself and come up with something that just came from me rather than through me. And people just started resonating with that and connecting with it. And I think it is because it's a more universal energy. Do you, do you meditate then too? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Uh, you know, I feel like even music mm, playing yeah. music for me is a, is a major form of meditation. And, and I do like when I'm performing, I'm all, uh, you know, if I'm in the right zone, if if nothing's getting in my way, I'm in that place where I'm connected to my higher self. And even when I'm speaking at a show, you know, on stage performing, kind of channeling the energy of of Jock, channeling the energy of the the people, and you know, even just speaking, it's like things come out of my mouth that you know yeah. I don't feel like I I I'm really saying them. I'm just like 
you know, sitting there kind of learning myself as well. You know, yeah, I need to learn. Great. I need to learn how to meditate better because every time I meditate, <laughs> I fall asleep. <laughs> I'm the worst meditator. That's a good so if start, I was, though. I'll that's tell you, if I was happen. on stage no, meditating, it'd be sleepy done. You're a great meditator. <laughs> that's a good start to, to the whole well, thing. Well, they say if you don't feel guilty, if you fall asleep, just no. keep doing it. Yeah. Oh, is, that what they, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, that's what they say. Really? Yeah. I tell you, I, I love your writing. I mean, I, from the mechanics yeah, of it, where the, the poetry of it, where you actually mix up pronouns and stuff where it just sounds different to the message itself where you kind of balance the 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 positivity with the social change aspect which yes. really yeah. they they can they do kind of oppose each other in some ways but you have a seamless mm. transition with it which i absolutely love where it's it's all positive no matter what the message is directly you know spiritual awakening yeah oh my god can yeah i think music is like a music's a great a great tool to be able to say something that's that's hard to digest or, or, you know, can, can, would, would feel harsh if you were saying it, but, you know, singing it, putting it into a beautiful song, right. it becomes easy, easier for people to, to, to digest and then, and then take a look at, you know, yeah. it's like, you can kind of call, call things to people's attention without being like, Hey, you know, you're, you're fucking this up. You know, yeah. it's like, right. <laughs> We could yeah. be like, hey, you know, and 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 it's like people do come to that. I, I mean, I've experienced that plenty of times with music myself, where I hear a message and it's not something that I probably would have wanted to hear if if like somebody was just lecturing me on right. it. But you know, since Bob Marley was singing it, it's like. Then I go, oh yeah, you know, he's right. And then I got to like make a change, you know? That's actually interesting because that's like an epiphany for me right now because I didn't realize that, that it was the music that made the difference, but you're absolutely you're right. right. Yeah. It's not, it it's doesn't feel, yeah, it doesn't feel like somebody talking no, at me. No, it's because you're not getting this, hit over the head with a sledgehammer. With it. 100%. It's, it's, it's mellow, yeah, it's authentic, it resonates, right? And then it, it gets you into that, you know, that consciousness that you were talking about where you're, you're actually listening to the lyrics and then you'll, you'll, you will hit, you'll hit us with, you know, something that's political or something that's, you know, um, you know, society driven and, and you're, and it makes us think. So that, I think that's, that's the true gift of your music. When, when I listen to it, at least, um, that you put those little nuggets in it. That and a lot of music think, is like, huh? You're like, oh yeah, you're right. A lot of music is recognition where you just hear it in the radio and it plays right, over right. and over and you're like, no, oh, I like that song. But your stuff kind of hits right listen. away, right sure. away. Like first time you listen to it. And that's not often that that happens, you know, which I really appreciate. <laughs> And I apologize, Mike. But I'm, let me take this one. I here's what I'm doing to get your name out there. Here we go. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> so around the neighborhood, yeah, flyers. Are you doing flyers? No. <laughs> Don's I a, am. That's a big flyer. I'm a big, I'm a big fan. Under the trees. Big fan of flyers. But here's what I'm doing. Mike. I'm opening a lovinade stand, and I've already started. So everybody's going around. I'm handing out mixtapes of Mike Love, and people love it. The whole the Lovinade stand. The yeah. Lovinade stand. Is it five cents or is it a dollar? It's, it's free. Yeah. <laughs> it's I the Lovinade stand. I love it. Yeah. You know, I want to talk about. Uh, you know, we were on lockdown, and like you said, you were you were slowing down a little bit. Um, mm. Mike Love Mondays. Hey, I mean, hey, we great. were in a deep winter. We were in lockdown. And every Monday, I knew I was getting a therapy session yeah. with you. Love and Mike absolutely Love Absolutely loved it. And that's where I really got to dive into your music. Was that a concept you came up with or you just wanted to get out there and play because you were kind of going a little crazy at home? How did you come up with the idea? Cause it was, it was brilliant. Well, yeah, but you know, I mean, the thing about, about the whole lockdown thing was, 
I had never done ever done a live stream. I had never gone, you know, live on my Instagram or every, anything ever done that before. And, um, you know, and so doing it was kind of like this foreign thing to me, but you know, I, I always, I always did this gig. Like it was kind of how I started doing s solo music. So if you go way back to like, you know, even pre like around 2010 or maybe even earlier than that, probably, um, my my wife said, "Hey, you know, we we're we're you know we're we're broke, and you're playing with your band all the time. Like, why don't you try doing a, a solo gig?" So, I started doing. Um, I got this gig on Monday nights, and and I started doing it, and it was my first time ever playing solo. And so I developed like the whole looping thing and everything. I developed at this gig because I I never practiced it. I just went to this gig, and I had this gig every every Monday night. And it was four hours. I wow. couldn't like, uh, you know, like I, I didn't have any audience at first. It was, it was at this place that just had, you know, music seven nights a week. They didn't care if anybody was there. They knew it was Monday night. They paid me anyways. So I started doing this gig and I would play for four hours. So I got a loop pedal because I wanted to just like, you know, it was like four hours. I wanted to be able to play a guitar solo sometime, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so I started doing the looping and I just did it at the gigs and, and slowly, like it, it, it picked up and, and then eventually after like a few years, it was like their best night, you know, of the week. It was better That's than awesome. their Friday and Saturday nights at the bar. And like, I just had all these regular people that would come and, they, and like for them, it was like, they would always say, you know, this is like our Mike love Mondays. It's our therapy. And it, th like, sure. just like you said, so, so even when I started touring and stuff, I'd come back home and I always kept this Monday night gig solo because I, I felt like it was, it was kind of where I built it all and it just kept me like grounded doing this gig. And so when we like, even up till the time, you know, when we went on lockdown, I would come home from tour and I would play these, you know, Monday night gigs. If I wasn't doing anything else, I at least was always doing those Monday night gigs right. when I came home That's from great. tour. Yeah. And so, and so when we went on on lockdown, it was like for the first time in 15 years or something, I wasn't playing any gigs. And and that was like, you know, I could still make music and stuff, but like it, it felt kind of crazy to to not do that. And and in a way, it was like the gift that I never would have given myself. Wow. You know, and a lot of really great things came from it for mm -hmm. me, but but I wanted to kind of like, and I, and, and once I did a couple of those live streams, I thought, well, you know, I, I would like do a couple and I'd be like, yeah, you know, people are just like, they're so, it's, they need it so bad right we now did, yeah. because did, everybody's sure. stuck yeah. at home yeah. and I needed it too. And then I would do it, but then I would go for like a few weeks and I'd be like, man, you know, doing all this other stuff and, you know, doing projects around the house or whatever, well, get caught up doing other stuff. I think you moved in the middle stuff. of it too, didn't you? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I love when you show your dedication. You said, well, sorry, I missed the, I missed the meet and greet or the chat afterwards. Cause I had to go to Chuck E. Cheese. It was my son's birthday. <laughs> like, you're like, but you still did it. You're like, I, I at least play some music, but I got to go. It's, it's birthday. <laughs> I kind of stopped doing it because, you know, I, I, it felt like it was, everything was picking back up. We were having live shows again. People were coming out of it. And, um, 
And now I'm realizing like, I need to get, I kind of need to get back into doing it again because it, it was a really special thing. And I think there are a lot of people that still really need it. Yeah, and yeah. we were here. And so, I, yeah. you know, and who knows, and who knows when I'm going to be able to tour internationally again. And, you know, I'll, I'll, I, one, the thing I discovered is like, I'll, I'll never, there's people all, you know, tuning in from all over the, all over the place from, from Europe, from Africa, from, from Asia, from, you know, all over the U S every, everywhere, you know, and there's, n there's no way I'll ever get to all these places, you know, even if I toured every day of the year for the rest of my life and, sure. and I'd still, and even if I did, there's still people that are not going to be able to like come out of the show, even if I came to their town, you know? Yeah. yeah. So here's, yeah. here's, here's what I yeah. figured out. I got it for you. Here's what we're going to do. The idea guy. Flyers. Oh boy. Don't flyers. you worry. I got it. Are we back I got it. Flyers? No, not flyers. It's oh. even better. Oh my God. So you know how some actors, they have stunt doubles. Mike, don't you worry about it. We're not going to do Mike Love Mondays. We'll do Fiddly Don Fridays. And I'm going to put in, I, I literally just got one of those foot pedals, and I can do it too. So I will fill in for you when you can't do it. What do you yeah. think? What are you going to do? Sounds good. I'm going to no, do it. I'm going to not agree to that. Yeah, okay. no, dude, please don't. <laughs> I'm going to do it on Monday. Don't worry. We're going to have a vote once you get off, and we'll vote this I mean, out. It, you don't have to worry about know, this. He's got the enthusiasm. I'm ready to see what's going to come out yeah. of it. Yeah. Fiddly Don Fridays. <laughs>